0: The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Oki Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 140 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Oki Comics. I'm Michael Cross.
1: I'm Nikki Robinson. We
0: are live at SoonerCon, Woo-hoo! and we are so very excited. A lot of things going on here down here at the Reed Center in Midwest City. Of course, it's going to be going on till... 4 o'clock on Sunday, so everybody come out, enjoy, it's fantastic. And it's only like $50, right, $50 for mm-hmm. the, the weekend? The
1: weekend and 12 and under are free.
0: 12 and under free, $25 for one day, so if you just come down on Saturday or you just come down on Sunday, it's going to be exciting. And you've got an extra reason to come down on Sunday, because we've got right now Sandy Leachie, Honor Leachie, cosplayer extraordinaire. That's I'm going to call you that right now, <laughs> and you have been dubbed that by Okie OK Geek.
2: All right, Sandy, I'll take so it. good to see you. It's nice to see you guys too. It's been so long. I know. It's been like a year, I think.
0: It does. I think the last time, besides, of course, we always caught up at SoonerCon, but last time I think we really saw you was at that scary um, um, SuperBidCon when the tornado hit. Yes. Yes. You were right next to us, mm-hmm. and, and we just. We couldn't do anything that Saturday. It was so it sad. It was awful. And that's yeah. so. So that's that's the only memory I have of you now. <laughs> <It's not
1: laughs> we're early. so happy. I mean, we, ha- we everyone survived. <laughs> everyone
3: lived. Yeah.
2: Setting up all our tables in the dark with flashlights on our phones. Oh, that was yep.
0: so. Weird. And, and and thinking that at some point we're gonna be able to do it. We couldn't do Saturday, mm-hmm. and so you know, uh, and unfortunately, it's just, we. That was when we realized how how thin of a line people have. Because red. I mean, that really that pretty much threw. Super Bitcoin down for yeah. you know yeah been, for at least a year yeah we we it might possibly come back but still we don't know I mean just just one day mm-hmm. can really throw off a cosplay I mean, throw off a, um, Co- um, a convention, a convention. Yeah. Um, anyway but well, we want to talk about okay. CenterCon. now you've been busy you've already done a couple panels since we're talking doing this on Friday night yep. you've already done a couple panels how have yep. they gone so far
2: I'm um, pretty good I think we've had a pretty good crowd so far even though it's Friday and it's super duper hot oh mm, uh, um, it's been, it's been yeah. a good turnout, so I'm, I'm happy to see what tomorrow will bring. Figuring yeah. Usually that'll be the big day. So,
0: What is your costume today?
2: Well, right now I'm actually not wearing a costume. It's actually Lolita fashion, which is a Japanese right. street fashion. Um, so that's what I'm wearing today, and I'll probably be in that most of all weekend, except for Saturday night when I plan to compete in the contest. Yeah. So... Um, that will that'll be me all weekend, because I'm running a bunch of Lolita programming, so I want to look the part for it.
0: Can you tell people what you're going to be cosplaying for tomorrow's, for Saturday's... Um- um,
2: so, Saturday night, I'm going to be competing in the Masquerade, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be wearing Demon Homura from Madoka Magica. It's actually okay. a costume that I made about uh, four years ago, and I basically took everything apart and completely remade it, you know, with all my new skills that I learned now, and I'm way more happy with it than I ever was before, <laughs> and I'm really, really hoping that I'll be able to, you know, get some good words of encouragement while I'm up on the stage, so. Cosplay,
0: a lot of cosplay goes for it with, with, I'm, I'm going to come back to you, it goes usually a lot of pop culture. Um, yeah. But are you excited that maybe anime and other things are not, still not quite as popular so you can be kind of obscure, you're not, you know someone else isn't dressing up the same way as you?
2: Honestly, I don't really care, like I, I want everybody to cosplay whatever they're happy cosplaying and be happy with whatever they're happy cosplaying, so like if they're happy cosplaying comic book characters, that's cool, if they're the same exact character as me, that's cool too, you know, I, I want them to have fun and enjoy themselves, and that's what that's what's important to me
1: when I'm wearing a costume, so. Yeah and what i find great about cosplay is like if you do find someone that has the same costume on as you or yeah. there's always a variation of some right. sort and they have always have their own style or unique touch to it i mean to me it makes me excited
2: because exactly. i see somebody who loves the same character that i do and i get to talk geek out about with them about said character exactly. or something you right. know
0: well harley quinn is a fine example mm-hmm. there's always going to be someone with harley quinn but everybody brings their own mm-hmm. taste, their own touch to it, and it's what I love. Uh, some, we've seen some old-school Harley Quinns from the 90s, mm-hmm. some more—not uh, here yet today, but I'm sure we will tomorrow—some uh, uh, more Suicide Squad movie I type saw, of— I
1: saw a Suicide Squad okay. Harley.
0: And so it's, it's just very, a, a variation of different ones, and so you're, and no one's going to dress exactly the same, even yep. though it might be the same character, and that's wonderful because everyone brings their own taste to it. Yep. So what about Sunday? What's going on on Sunday?
2: So Sunday is going to be the first ever inaugural Lolita fashion show at SoonerCon. Um, This has been in works for probably about a year and a half now. So we are so excited to finally be able to have the opportunity to bring this to SoonerCon. Um, It's going to be happening at 11 o'clock on Sunday. Um, It's been months of preparation have been going into it. All of the girls are going to be up at probably 6 o'clock in the morning to start getting ready for it. So it's going to be a super early morning for us. So we'd love if everybody would come out and help support us. Um, You know, we're really pinning on a lot of support to help continue it through years. I know a lot of people have been super excited about getting Lolita Fashion Pro. Programming. It's really starting to pick up speed um, you know in Oklahoma and the United States in general yeah. mm-hmm. So um, I think it's definitely something that a lot of people are interested in seeing Remind so
0: people what Lolita fashion show is what, um, what Lolita fashion is
2: well Lolita fashion is a Japanese fashion that derived in Harajuku Which is kind of like the fashion district of Japan mm-hmm. um, it's really based on modesty and and um, just feeling cute and frilly um, oh. so it definitely focuses on like Victorian era And um, uh, rococo designs and influences in it, so it's it's mostly just about you know looking feminine and pretty, and it's it's a really awesome fashion for stuff like that.
0: And it's and it's that it is it is catching on, and it's not. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially because um, I love cosplay, but sometimes it can be a little bit risque, Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that Lolita fashion isn't. It's almost the opposite yeah, of Yeah, it, it. it
2: really focuses on modesty. Yeah. That's a huge part of Lolita fashion.
0: And beauty, though. It's yeah. still about beauty. You don't necessarily have to be showing off body parts to be beautiful. Exactly. Um, and, and that's what I love about the Lolita fashion is the fact that it, it it's just about showing, being beautiful without mm-hmm. having to be sexy or, or yeah,
2: that was actually what kind of uh, created Lolita fashion. Lolita fashion actually started in about the 1970s, 1980s mm-hmm. is whenever like it started to kind of come about. And that was actually a huge part of it was a lot of women were upset that you know fashion was starting to become more risque. And you know in Japan, it's it's all about conformity in Japan. Yeah. You know you're not really supposed to stand out and be different. And that's why Harajuku was really important because it was a place that people could go to be themselves and not be judged. And Lolita fashion derived from all that and it derived from women wanting to be. You know, we want to be more feminine. We, right. we want to be modest. And that's what this fashion w- was really all about
1: yeah. and derived from. So, what I find very interesting, especially about Harajuku, because I, I have actually had the pleasure of going there and oh, wow, being really? there. Yes. And uh, uh, Lolita co- uh, costumes were very prevalent there. But there, you also have the Visual K movement mm-hmm. there, which is based on androgyny. And so that's. Something that I was very attracted to. So there's always something for someone. There is, and new it, fashions are coming from Harajuku all the time. Yes, and like I'm very drawn. I'm kind of, I. If you go to the Okie Geek page, you'll see my mm-hmm. my my outfit today. But um, it, the androgyny, like that border between male and female, like it's, you can. Feminize it and you can masculinize mm-hmm. it. And you have that where Lolita's like one of the extremes and then uh, Visual K is the other. And so mm-hmm. I think there's always an in between. And I've seen like, visual K Lolita stuff like Yeah, yeah. that's, that's kinda of more fairy K I yeah. think is what
2: it's oh. called. It's yeah. definitely
1: more focused on like the cutesy parts and stuff of it and more pastel colors. Yes. And so definitely if you haven't looked into it, look into it. If you're wanting to express yourself especially yeah. with Japanese fashion is, Japanese is an amazing
2: Japanese- way to yeah. express yourself if you don't feel like you know, if you feel like you don't like your clothes that you wear every day or you don't like European fashion or American fashion, you know, Japanese is a really good place to go to because since it's so based on conformity, you know, in their everyday life, it's hard for them to be able to express themselves. And so I feel like that expression comes out in really artistic ways that are different than a lot of the Western culture sees. And so like whenever I discovered Lolita, I was like, I absolutely love this I just fell head over heels with it and I was like I need to do this and years later I finally got the opportunity to get into it and then I just like Buy dresses, buy dresses, buy dresses, buy dresses, (laughs) and now I have like this huge closet. I've only been in it for three years, but it makes me feel gorgeous. You know, it makes me feel beautiful. I get dressed up, and I'm like, "Wow, I'm a babe, I'm a catch." You know, like ten out of ten, you wish I was your girlfriend. You (laughs) know, like, and I don't
1: feel that way whenever I get dressed up in jeans and a t-shirt. You know, exactly. Well, that's my usual attire is jeans, t-shirt. I work at a warehouse, so you know, it's. Jeans t shirt, nothing fancy, but like when I'm able to come to an event like Mm SoonerCon, I can really express myself and like where you want to be very beautiful and Mm -hmm. feminine, I want to be like very punk and tough and hard and you know have that kind of appeal yeah. so you can really express yourself mm-hmm. with these types of fashions That you're and I
2: presenting. feel like people
1: that do take
2: part in alternative fashion like see each other and it's like it's even like like if we're <laughs> yes, like, yeah. not wearing the same thing it's like dude you look awesome I love what you're doing you know yeah. it doesn't matter that we're complete opposites of the spectrum we're we're in this whole thing together you know trying to create this movement of alternative fashion being something that isn't so odd. Yeah.
0: And especially because you and you get places like Cinercon where you get mm-hmm. to express that and not. I mean, everyone else is dressing up. That mm-hmm. is that is the whole point. Is, is and so that you're everyone not else is.
1: out of place exactly right. because I think we have we have a fifteenth century woman over here.
0: Yes. Well, I, when we've got, I was actually going to say we've got some Renfest people, and if you're hearing music. Uh, Some clapping. Uh, Melandra of the Woods is the one who is singing. uh, We we really do. We have some from Star Wars. We have uh, have Star Trek. We've got, yeah, we've got some. uh, It's it's really, I think, a much even bigger mix of people than I've usually seen because it's usually just cost. It's usually just comic book stuff.
2: So I I actually um, talked to SoonerCon a lot about bringing more. alternative fashion and historical fashion to SoonerCon because they've always focused really heavy on like steampunk and Victorian Mm -hmm. but they've never really brought any other fashions into it and I'm like well if you're going to focus on these fashions then you should focus on more alternative fashions like steampunk and more historical fashions you know like Victorian and they were really really appealed with the idea and I feel like a lot of other people were like holy crap SoonerCon's yeah. bringing all this awesome new stuff. I want to go check it out because of that. You know it's definitely a different look for it, but I think that it's really going to help improve it years prior.
0: I think so. and uh, it really because you know started out as a literary, literary mm-hmm. uh, convention. And so the fact that it is really reaching into this historic, uh, and uh, an and, and alternative history mm-hmm. type of, of, of costuming just fits perfectly. For it Cinecraft. does. I and completely I think the Lolita agree. fashion, same thing. Because it is almost an a, 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 a alternative history type. It is, of look. because
2: we really derive a lot of our outfits from like Rococo and Edwardian styles, Victorian a little bit less, but still more so. No, it's the early
0: it, 20th century stuff. It is. That, that, it's it's yes.
2: very based upon that. And in its original birth, that was really what it drove from. And then as time went on, it kind of like changed styles and stuff, but the silhouette of having the petticoat and everything, mm-hmm. that's still so derived heavily in that historical fashion. And I think
0: that's why it, it's really caught on. I think I think it's why it's catching on in America is because that's really a part of our history. The Edwardian mm-hmm. look that was that was going on at the first part of the 20th century was, uh, I mean, not Oklahoma, well, Oklahoma too, but, but America itself was really much more into that than it was Victorian. You mm-hmm. think of Victorian you think of England, yeah, yeah, okay, obviously Victorian. Even though Edwardian, obviously, is that too, but it's. It, I think that that it, it was much more of a fashion mm-hmm. uh, in, in 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 America, and so I think that's why it's, people are enjoying it. I here.
2: agree. I also think that like people. One reason why I was really drawn to Lolita fashion is I just I've always loved historical dresses. I love everything. Like I, I'm an anthropology major, and I want to work in archaeology, and I would love the ability to actually work in like a Um, clothing history museum or something along those lines because I just think historical fashion is just gorgeous, you know, those dresses that they used to hand make, you know, but one reason why I was really drawn to Lolita fashion is it was a everyday version of those types of Victorian wear. Yeah. I didn't have to have all of the layers and all of the undergarments and stuff like that for Lolita. You know, I still, I do civil war reenactments, So I still do that on occasion, but whenever I don't want to have to deal with all that, I can slap on a Lolita dress and still have, you know, minimal undergarments and have more of like an everyday wear that still is derived from that type of fashion, but is way more like suited to everyday activities. Yeah,
0: and it's cooler when you're in this heat that oh we're having to deal with Woo. today. Hopefully, <laughs> they'll have the air conditioning right. They're a blessing, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything going? Uh, what, so what else you got? What else you got going on this weekend?
2: Um, so Saturday there's going to be a Lolita meetup mm-hmm. as well. Um, that's just kind of going to be for other Lolitas to come. We're going to be playing some Harlow games and stuff. The public is also welcome to come in and ask questions and and, and play with us as well. Um, I have a couple other costuming panels going on throughout the weekend. I'd have to get my schedule out to actually yeah, be able to tell you what they stuff. are. There are so many going on. There are
1: so many. There's so many costuming panels this year. I love it. Yeah, it's I'm fantastic. loving it. And you can but find those at the SoonerCon website. You yes. can download the Soonercom. PDF, com. and you can even print it out if you're not already here.
0: But really, yeah, come on down, and, and you know you can get a schedule, and it's very easy, and, and that yeah. way you can see everything that's going on. I also on have
1: a one k okay meetup happening
2: at noon tomorrow, so if you're a part of the Facebook group of one k okay Cosplay, you should oh, come on out fantastic. and join us there. So. I
0: everyone, I'm sure, is going to be there, going to be dressed up. And it's I be hope fantastic, so. It's so. going to be
2: awesome. So.
0: And what else have you got? you got anything else going on after SoonerCon?
2: Um, after SoonerCon, um, I my next convention after SoonerCon is going to be at the end of July, and that's going to be Texark Anime and Texarkana. And after that, um, I have Enid Comic Con in um, Enid, o- Enid, Oklahoma. Yeah, that's happening the first weekend of August. And
0: where's that? Do you know? Do you know where the? I mean, um, you know at yeah, no, yeah, it's but, at the
2: convention center in Union. Okay. I'm pretty certain. Um, I know that the uh, city of the Chamber of Commerce is really involved in it there. So I'm hoping it'll be fun. It's we its first year ever.
0: Yeah, we want to have them on our show. Yeah,
2: yeah get I, I can show. get you.
0: Yeah. Contact. Have them contact us because I can uh, get you all the email. Yeah, that would be love, fantastic. Yeah, because if it's their first time, then we'd love to have them. Yeah, it's someone their, on the show. It's and, the first, it's first August convention.
2: First? August fourth and fifth.
0: Good. Good, yeah, we, we've got plenty of time to get to oh the yeah, then. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Awesome. That's fantastic.
2: Yep. Sandy,
0: thank you very much. Thank you guys for I having me. I know you got to go pick up Ken yep, and, go uh, and say boy. hi for us because yep. we miss him as well. So at some point we got to get him back down. And if you yeah, guys I'll are doing catch any, up
2: tomorrow. If you guys
0: are doing any a cosplay thing, let us know because we'd <laughs> okay, love to have yeah.
2: you Okay. Yeah, well, we, we're actually planning a convention for next year, so we'll oh, let you guys there know. There we go. We'll get you on.
0: All right, thanks, Sandy. Thank you so much. And we'll be right back. The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. And we're back, and right now we uh, we've got Devin, She is going to be here in just a bit. She just got off work, so we started a little bit earlier, so she should be here in just a bit. Right now, we are talking with Ashley King, uh, who we've had on our show before, and we are yes. so excited to have you back, <laughs> Ashley. It's
4: good to be back, Supercon,
0: How's it going so far for you?
4: Oh, it's it's been fantastic. Uh, our first our first slot of the day was uh, completely packed. Mm-hmm. All awesome. all tables all tables filled. Uh, second slot of the day. Uh, yeah, we've, we're we're bumping and grinding in the gaming room. So,
0: <laughs> and we've got you've got uh, you've, you're you're doing gaming in uh, Hall C. Yes. Uh, that thing is completely filled. How many tables are you guys running right now?
4: So throughout the weekend, we're running six tables, but well, we have six tables available uh, with with DMs that are running various adventures, various uh, various tiers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we've got content for just about everybody whether you're a first level character or a 15th level uh fantastic fighter (laughs) yeah yeah um but yeah we've got something for you um yeah we're running six tables uh three three time slots per day and we're just fitting in as many as many adventures as as many players as we can.
0: Uh, it's amazing and different tiers. Uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're very excited. Uh, my son's already played one of them. Uh, yeah. Very exciting. I mean, it's just it's just wonderful to be able to see this kind of excitement uh, yes. and people coming in. and they, they want to to spend time gaming.
4: Yes, I've I I have had we had a couple gentlemen come in earlier. Who uh, were just—they're so excited to be here, and they were planning their entire weekend. And That's awesome. They they sat there and found out. Okay, so who's who's running what at what time, and and uh, I, let me go ahead and get signed up for yeah. that. So, yeah.
0: I've I've had a couple of people asking about what you know if they've never played before. Uh, is that a problem? No. Okay. Tell tell no. people if they've <laughs> never played before what what they what they could expect.
4: So if 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 it is your first time playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, you'll you'll come up and visit and you'll say hi, I've never played before, and then we'll say hello and we'll jump on you like a bunch of friendly uh, bunch bunch of friendly munchkins and we'll say one of us, one of us, one of us. Uh, no. Uh, we represent the D <laughs> guild. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll get you hooked up with uh, with the pre-generated character and with some dice and with a dungeon master and we'll say go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Come, come on down, join the fun.
0: Yeah, it's um, amazing. Uh, could they, uh, if, uh, okay, so what's going on tomorrow night? So I want to say, what is going on so, t- Saturday night?
4: So Saturday, Saturday night's all right for fighting. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. But we are running uh, the Dungeons & Dragons Epic, The Red War. This is the official second time this Epic has been played. First time was last week at Origins. Yes, uh, but yeah, so we're we're running that. Um, unfortunately, we are full.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. So
4: yeah, you would you would, if you if you came up and asked me about that right now, I'd say I'm sorry. I can put you on a wait list. That's but what. That's the best I can do for you. <laughs> and although yes,
0: there'll be you can join it. Explain what this what this epic thing is all about because yeah. I think it's pretty fascinating.
4: So. Um, in regular, in just a regular game of Dungeons and Dragons, it's just you and the people at your table, and it's it's just you guys. So um, all the tables at the Epic are all working towards the same goal, and you're working towards uh, you're working towards a collective goal across the entire room. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot more collaboration. Uh, things you do at one table and one tier. Uh, can have an effect on things that happen at another
5: table, at another tier. So it's
0: that is so it's crazy,
5: bonkers fun. I just love it. <laughs> yeah, I love the the ripple effect. Like yes. Michael, the first time he explained it to me, and of course his son had done like an epic move. Remember the 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 he the guy with one stroke.
0: That the, just they killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Anyway, oh.
5: it was just this.
0: It, but it's, it's I just you have love the, that
5: it affects every other yeah, every other
0: table. The fact table. Yeah, y- yeah, and that like
3: yeah yeah and they're all just like like, sometimes you have like
5: monsters that wander
4: around from table to table oh that's cool yeah it's like they'll show up at one table and they'll be there for like a turn or two and then they'll leave they'll leave the table and go go harass
5: another group (laughs) that that. is fantastic can you warn other tables that they're coming um, because I mean, you, you could can't always can't shout across the room. <laughs> oh, I was, that's right. I didn't think about you like you're not calmed. it's not yeah, like, right. you're, you know and it's you,
0: you don't know what's going it's on telepathy. you just know that there's other groups inside the adventure and I don't I don't yeah. is it is it actually I, I don't I don't know if I want to spoil anything, but is it actually a dungeon or is it just an, uh, an so
4: the, some of it outside um, some of it inside well, it? the the plot of the basic plot of the Red war is that so, um, there's a, in kind of a, quote-unquote evil, uh, majorcracy, a, uh, a place governed by mages called Thay, that has come into this small town, this this town, Molemaster. And it's trying to take over it for the glory of the Thayan Empire.
0: Bolster's where the, ele- uh, e- yeah, the temple of elemental where, evil was. That's
4: for season two. Uh, the elemental <sighs> evil. Yeah. Uh, what, point point for my. I get that reference.
0: <laughs> I, I do. It's I it, it's over by Flan. Yeah. It's over by Flan. That's yep. where we
1: exactly
4: actually
0: fell into Barim. Totally. B- uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Brovia. Brovia Vero- is. I
5: think by plan. I enjoy Michael so, talking about his game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I would enjoy playing it, but I really just enjoy really the enthusiasm is, and yes, joy. So much fun uh, of people talking about. You their games. really do it just, get. It delights me.
0: There's, there's Plus the, I the, love the, storytelling. Yeah, so the it, thrill of the thrill of, of gaming is. Um, it's not. Although it, it's sometimes the gold and, and the experience points are always yes. cool. What we what we really come away with it is, is, <laughs> yeah, is playing with our friends and yes. those experiences, the moments we play. Um, I know there's going to be some changes with DDAL and it's yes. caused a lot of controversy and I keep on wanting to put out, but I don't want to seem like, um, I don't want to seem the, seem the like negative the... negative Nancy. No, no, yeah. I, I don't want to seem the ultra-positive, girly type of one, because I always want to say, <laughs> the, look... Uh,
4: the sparkling, look, oh, everything's going to be fine. Well, I,
0: I look, I play D&D to play with my friends. Right. I do, I, I think I might miss that that surprise of, oh my gosh, you got so-and-so you gold, because there's so thing. magic on mm-hmm. it. But it's, it's play, I play with my friends, yes. and and um, if it makes it easier for the fact that if I know that if I'm playing with uh, with David or with Jeff or with Ashley, I'm pretty much going to get the same game, I think. Not, yeah. I'm going to get the same rewards as everyone else. Yeah. Right. So, because I know that, like, I, I think that we play Friday night over at uh, Edmund Unplugged, and we play Saturday day. And I think our Saturday day is actually a lot more treasure heavy because we're playing the hard cover. Yeah, the hard covers um,
1: do tend to be very, like, and the pinatas.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a
0: lot of treasure stuff going on. Um, where it's not as much uh, with David's game because he's playing the sidebars of Barovius type yes. stuff. Um, All the so, But it'd be nice to be able to go either one. I'm going to get the exact same gold, the right. exact same experience, or the same level basically, yeah. um, as if I played everywhere else. I think yeah. it makes the game much more mobile.
3: Yeah.
0: But it's to me again. I don't think it's going to going to matter. It's not going to change the game. No, it,
4: it's, it, it doesn't change. I mean, it doesn't change the core heart of the game which is you know you you and five of your best friends sitting around a table having a good time you know nothing nothing is ever going to change that it's but yeah there's there's just some changes to the ddal that we're kind of i think the problem is is that we just don't have we haven't been given enough inner information to decide whether
5: we like it or not. Yeah. So what for, for so. the filthy casual in the room, <laughs> not even filthy casual for the noob. Yeah. What's the D-A-L?
0: Oh, D-D-A-L. Yes.
5: So D-D-A-L. the D, yeah, the
4: D-D-A-L is that is the organized play side of Dungeons okay. and Dragons. Yeah. Okay, he
5: explained. Okay. Yeah. See, that's, yeah. That's, so that's you can play. take
0: it. You can take these characters and you can play anywhere. Right. And you yeah. also know that. Um, with the rules like player's handbook plus yes. 1 um, which i again gets a lot of flack but i love i love the fact that cuz i have played I, the first, i've only played one homebrew since i started back to d and homebrew being
5: like a homebrew like a is from anything scratch. Yeah, it's, yeah
0: well homebrew is also just anytime it's not organized play yeah the,
4: anytime you're just running by yourself at home
0: and it was it was really it was a hodgepodge i didn't know what i I mean i had made a ddal character right. and everybody else at the table was playing oh my gosh i don't know what um, because they could <laughs> They yeah. could they the the D the DM allowed them the freedom to play whatever whereas the beauty of the organized play is that I know what I'm walking into I know that I can only There's only so many play. combinations
1: yeah. that you can make which is good <laughs> I,
0: even though even though I I, I still have to say uh, just when I first learned about 5e uh, through uh, from my from my oldest son and he was explaining to me I was like this he, just even just using the player's handbook not yep. using any other compendium at all, you can make a truly unique character. Uh, my wife has just started playing. She was like, "Well, I played a fighter this time, so should I play a fighter again?" The beauty of it is, back when I started <laughs> roll, playing in the roll 80s, roll some
4: dice and figure yeah. out something new. <laughs>
0: well, when I, when I first started playing in the 80s, you played a fighter. Your fighter was your fighter. Was your fighter? Was your fighter? It was always the same. Your thief was the thief. Yep. Maybe you could be a you could do a paladin or or a rogue, but a uh, ranger, but You know, the truth is with with 5e, every character is unique. Right. And different, just as unique as humans are. You could play because because there are no limitations on what race you can play, what sex you can play. Right. My my wife's like, well, a monk would be cool, but I got to play a man, right? And I'm like, no, 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 you could play.
5: I play. This half isn't Earth Rules, right? Well, and, and she's like, it's like so what,
0: I, can I, do it. I, I, yes. I want to play a. Bar- I like elves. She loves playing elves. Right. Like, but I, I but I want to play a barbarian. Okay. Guess what? Sure. <laughs> go for it.
5: Be a barbarian. <laughs>
0: my elves. my. I've got my. I'm trying to create right now a barbarian elf high elf. I have you
1: know? a. A blight druid. See? See, that I think, which is, like, what the total opposite of what you would think a druid is. Right. And, yeah. you know, they're all, like, nature and earth. But I was like, well, technically, it's still, like, nature. But it's, like, the end phase yeah, of nature. Yeah. Right. The, it's the decay. Because the, nat- the, the decay is what feels new life. Exactly. Uh, and so, like, so she's all, she, she has her from, she has a pet familiar, whatever the thing's called, and it's a scorpion. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. it's so, it's circle of life stuff. It's the and
5: I think it does more damage than I do most <laughs> of the time. If you don't right. if you don't
0: have the decay, well, you don't have the rest the, of the one. I was
5: gonna say that's the necessity of the the, the creation destruction right yeah archetype, yeah. and that's that's truly nature right there. Have, yeah, exactly. And
0: I was yeah, I mean, so i have been going over these all these subclasses um, and didn't realize that because uh, I I was a sorcerer and I picked. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I did some multi-classing as a cleric too, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that there, you could actually. There are clerics that have that have yep. subclasses for magic. You have sorcerers that have subclasses for clerics. the, the new,
4: yeah, the new divine, the new divine soul sorcerer. Yeah, yeah and it's
0: amazing. So you can really choose anything, and it be and it's and yeah. it just it's. I just absolutely love it. The, it's the options
5: are endless, well, and these are fantastic. all. I'm sorry to again no, please. Be the please. That's that's why. So these are all the new changes. Are, are, these, well, are these things you're so just, you, you were basically, just discussing, yeah, are no, they newer
4: Um, There are some new, so there have been some new books released lately. Okay. Um, the Xanthar's Guide to Everything had a lot of new like subclasses and a lot of new class options. Okay. Um, the change to the AL that we're talking about, so they're, they're kind of changing some things about how experience works and about how oh. how leveling works okay so there's a new so instead of experience points you get what's called a check mark or a checkpoint and it's a certain a certain number of checkpoints equals a new level and you get one you get one checkpoint for every it's for every hour that you play
5: Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: and like we know, so it's not like a like a test. It's like yeah. a it's like endurance.
5: And, yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. you thing.
4: you've been adventuring. You've been adventuring for this amount of time. Hmm. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's I can see how they're
5: mixed feelings.
3: Yeah, which it. I just, it has, there, there has some are, good play There as are a has casual some, game here. Yeah, there's always going
0: to be. But the other always. thing, one thing I liked about no it one is one there. I have had, have had adventures where you. Uh, I mean, uh, the other day, the, you guys played that with my son. They they had they did so much role playing. That they didn't open, they didn't have a battle until the very yeah, end of like it.
2: we didn't, And yeah.
0: the way D&D works sometimes is if you yeah. don't have a battle, you don't make any experience points. Right. And I, I like the fact that you could really role yeah. play, really work together and, and never fight a battle right. and still get the same amount as the person who runs in with the, with the, you know, the battle that's action. That's a very, that's <laughs> <very> a
5: <laughs> big positive. Yeah, and yeah. we'll yeah,
1: That's how a lot of my homebrewing yeah. sessions go. Is It's like you hit these checkpoints in the storyline that's sure. yeah. been... There because well, there's
4: also a system called milestones yes. right. that has been used, where when the DM feels that you, that ha- the story has the hit, yeah, the story has hit a certain point, mm-hmm. that's when they're like, okay, now,
1: now you're all level two, now you're all level three. Mm-hmm. What well, my DM, well, I really like what my DM does. If you end up outsmarting her. She's like, all right, you guys get a level. Oh, yes. cool. all right.
5: Dude,
4: you, really you, you've it. gone hey, further than that. Li- that's yeah, a great litmus. Yeah. yeah, and the milestone system, uh, that was something for a long time. AL allowed it in like certain, mod- or certain hardcover books, mm-hmm. uh, but they didn't do it for modules. And this new system, this new uh, checkpoint system, I think is going to be done across the board. But as I said, unfortunately, they've kind of just told us, hey, yeah. here's what we're doing. But they haven't given us the documentation yet to tell us how exactly how so it's. So you to be really implemented. don't
1: know what yeah what's we going know on. like
4: we have an overview of the system from Xanathar's because mm-hmm. in Xanathar's Guide to Everything, the book they actually there's an appendix A, right. which describes this shared campaign um, checkpoint system, so that you can you can use it in your own like campaigns, but uh, the Adventurers League organized play. They're planning to implement that as a system in season eight, which starts in September. So it's not in effect yet. But it's coming but it's and it's coming, yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of got it's got some people kind of up in arms and worried about, of you know, course. what's gonna happen.
1: Nobody likes change.
4: Yeah. It is. It is. It is. Change is scary. And, and, and
0: also not having a full the having all the information. Right. It has really been, yeah. been yeah, a problem. I know so. that there's you know
1: there are questions
4: that we have that haven't been answered yet. Mm-hmm. And they're legitimate questions but we're the only thing we're getting is wait for the documentation wait yeah. for the documentation and i
0: don't and i even no matter what it is it's, i still don't think Paperwork. it's going to it's not going to kill ddal no. it's not no. there are going to be people there are pe- my people who drop even out and, worse. and 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 <laughs> yeah and if there are people who drop <laughs> sure. out there will be many people who will still join yeah. and they will not know any yeah. different you right. mean that it time is, you worship the devil it's about yes <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes the
5: time the time um, we in between, up our, and you yeah. found yeah. out
3: he yes. was lame.
0: Yeah. It was. He was kind of silly. Um, <laughs> a little, um, a little. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's wonderful that we. That I I think it's great that we're thinking about the changes. Yes. I actually kind of like the idea of being able to pick my own magic items. I mean, because sometimes <laughs> so I'll everybody. walk through a, de- a so dungeon. and I'm like, I didn't get anything that I really cared I about. Ain't nothing. Know? I want. You um, so you
5: didn't used to be able
0: to. Nope. No. No, no, you don't and, and Heresy. I, but now well it is kinda of, it's weird though, also kind of not being able to again the the surprise factor yeah. of, oh oh well, you know, open I found but a chest and it's got the to, you know the, Oh okay. the, no okay. the chest is always in
3: the know.
1: neck
5: <laughs> It's a mushroom.
0: <laughs> Yay! I
5: got it's a, a coin. That's right. Sorry, <laughs> Mario. I got a Mario platinum piece. Right. Oh my head.
0: So really, so Ashley, so tell everyone what's going on for the rest of the weekend. What do we got?
4: So, uh, rest of the weekend, we are running. As I said, we're running games uh, all all weekend long. Um, we're running, uh, there's a special adventure written by our very own Robert Alanis. Uh, the Moonshay, the Moonshay treasure hunt. Yes. Uh, we are one Ooh. of the first, we are one of the first conventions to get to run these adventures, so Ooh. very exciting.
0: The Moonshay Islands, I, I, yeah. I'm reading that Moon right Shays. now in, in the very first, uh, uh, For, Forgotten Realms book mm-hmm. was based in the Moonshay yeah. Islands. And I'm reading that right now, yeah. I'm reading that series so, right now, so yeah, it's so wonderful.
4: So we're running. We're running uh, the Moonshade Treasure Hunt. We're running. Um, I'm trying to remember the exact names. I know we have two uh, two tier two adventures. So level five through ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't for the life. Of, one of them is Under Earth and Stone, and the other one, for the life of me, I cannot remember. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I'm terrible.
0: And those run. <laughs> those were all all Saturday. Running from yeah. from ten to we're, six. Yeah, it's,
4: it's various times. Um, so we're doing uh, the slots. Run from. Ten to two, and then two to six, and then we have kind of a dinner break from mm-hmm. six to seven. Um, but yeah, tomorrow night we're yeah. doing the epic. And we all get our epic so on. At, yeah, at six. six thirty, we're,
0: yeah. and we're and taking over
4: the. We're taking over the game room. We're kicking everybody else out. <laughs> That's awesome. And then Sunday, you guys are still playing. Yes, we there. will play. We'll play one last. We'll have one last big hurrah from ten to three.
0: That's awesome. So, That's that is cool. Yeah, we're very um, That's
5: going to be really fun. Awesome. Yes. Ash, and anything
0: else going on right now that people need to be aware of for at the DDAL? Uh, We've got the, a Season 8 coming up. Yep, uh, we'll, Season We'll have coming you back up. on our show to talk Yay, about that. Yes. I'm so excited
4: about Season 8. Um, yep. No, I will also let you guys know, so if you are a current player in Adventures League, we are running a little something called Phi Fai Chen's Fair, which will allow you to trade and purchase. We have some... Fai, Fai Chin has some great wares for you. You come, you come, you buy. <laughs> you come, come you buy. Stuff, <laughs> great
3: stuff. Great stuff.
4: Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, yeah. There's there's some amazing. There's some pets. There's some you can buy potions and silver oh, yeah. weapons and yes yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. So we're doing that all all weekend long. So you can you come see Fai Chen. Yeah, yes. I get you. I get you hooked up. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so rad. It's always I don't great even, when a day I don't, DM doesn't always ever play well. a full <laughs> game, but I'm still gonna want to go buy stuff from Fai Chen.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah, right. Exactly. So you,
5: like yeah. I have. A weakness for you know, I give you best friend price. Here yes. I barter for You this. have a weakness for. I gypsees. barter for this. You I do. I do. You'll it's come. You come. I make a deal. I make a I deal for you. I do have <laughs> a weakness
3: for.
0: This. Yes. It's absolutely true. Ashley, thank you very much, and you go enjoy yourselves, and uh, and we'll be right back. Right. The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com.
1: Hey, and we're back, and we're here with Corey from Take One. Hello!
0: Corey, oh, so
1: hi!
6: So I'm
5: hi, so Corey! You.
6: We're Thank so you thrilled do that. this. He yes. set a mic in front of me, and I was like, "Yes." Yeah.
5: <laughs> 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 I love extroverts. Yes. <laughs> we all just sit back and we're like, "Go." Yeah. Go. And yeah. do do
6: but so I'm an introvert powered like, or I'm an extrovert powered like an introvert. So I have a battery, and then like it runs. I'm out. the same
5: way. And then I think is, I think that's called maturity. Don't tell him that. And and, and, all, he and, he and dropping that, that cocaine habit. And it, see, so I I
0: can only be extroverted on a microphone. I can't in I I person in person I'm I'm like I'm like the the wallflower type person. I have
6: to like summon it up inside me like mm-hmm. I have to like pep talk myself and then like yeah. summon it up and then it has a limited fake time. Fake it <laughs> and
1: then so that what? fake is like on stage and then well, it's just like, it's more
6: like, I'm a Gemini so there's like two sides yes. but one side has a Part limited amount like a Super it. Saiyan form like, <laughs> and it's like okay right? I can sustain this do? for five minutes Yes. Mm-hmm.
5: your improv show
6: right? Yeah. no actually that's super easy that's, that's super easy how
5: it's, is that super easy? like break that down for me logistically because it's,
6: there's just sort of like a disconnect like I, first of all I blackout every show awesome. like it's called performance blackout where you get yeah. so it's not the
5: drinking it's the drug abuse you've moved to harder
3: Things. He only said it. he quit
0: cocaine. No, no, I do understand cuz I as an actor myself, I've done that to where you you've you you become so much that character that it's just you almost forget what you've done.
6: Yeah, yeah, you're so far into the performance and you're not thinking about like where you are, who you're doing it with, like none of that is registering on a like a conscious level. It's just yeah. like I have to do this thing and this is the thing that I'm doing. And then cuz like people will ask me afterwards like what was your favorite part of the show and it's like I don't remember I don't the show. <laughs> I don't
5: remember I was, most of
3: it. I'm just I fascinated just work by here. it
5: because I, I'm fascinated by the idea that, like, just getting... Because I, I, I suffer from... I'm a huge extrovert, yet I suffer from crippling anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, like, the idea of, like, something new or unfamiliar being thrown at me and having to react... It me. sounds like you're the perfect candidate for improv. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been told that more than once. Yeah, is improv that, is like that's what it's for. But it's, the it's thinking for. on your feet thing? And I know I do it well, well but thing, it's, it's, it's still not like thinking in front about thinking about a, It's about oh. it's about reaction. Yeah,
6: it's it's rea- that's the th- that's the first misconception. like everyone's like it's all about thinking on your feet, and it's like no it's just about li- allowing yourself to naturally react. You don't have to teach a kid how to play pretend. Right. They just automatically Truth. start doing it.
5: That's true. And yeah. what
6: you and as you go through your adult life and as you age, you mm-hmm. build like these walls. Mm-hmm. You build true. these walls like it's yeah. not acceptable to do this. It's not acceptable to do right. this. And all improv does is allow you to get past these walls, to allow yourself to do what you already
0: know how to do. Right. I it's just react. love and that. And there and there are ways, there are things that you can you learn, you can hone a skill just like any other skill to know how to uh, to get a reaction, a better reaction out of things. Uh, there, there are things mm-hmm. that you can learn how mm-hmm. to do, and that's the beauty of improv. It was one of the things I've always wanted to get into, but never had a chance to. Uh, but it's, 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 it's a skill you can learn, and, and you don't, don't have to think, oh, I have to be up there and be funny. The truth is, you're gonna be funny. The First thing I have to yeah. break people of.
6: The first thing, whenever I whenever I get a new recruit or I'm training people, the first thing I have to break them of is them trying to be funny. Right. Because the thing about it is, life is hilarious. Oh yeah. Yes. You don't have to be funny.
5: That's very true. You do not have to be funny. This. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
6: One of the, my favorite things that, uh, like, from moments in history is Mark Twain, and he wow. stood in front of a crowd and just stared at him, for minutes on end. <laughs> and at first, it was like really awkward, and then pe- one person started to laugh the next person's our life. Next thing you know, the entire audience is dying and he hasn't said a word. Yeah. Because life is hysterical. Right? It is. And you don't have to try to force it. It's it's going to be mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. And
5: especially moments of un- of, of discomfort mm-hmm. and and that's something that you're watching unfold. I I've, I've always felt because I'm such an empath too. Like when I watch people do improv I'm not cringing for them because they're bad. I'm cringing for them because I am imagining myself in that situation. And I'm like, that must be terrifying. Like, how how do they even land that line? You know, but you're right. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's so fascinating just to watch it unfold. Yeah. And, and life is hilarious. You're and when right. you
6: get good at it, like, because I've been doing this for 15 years now, like, wow. consecutively. Nice. Straight for 15 years. And so I get to see people at all different, like, levels of it. And whenever they're starting out, they're constantly trying to force something to happen. They yeah. want... Uh, it's the same with whenever people start learning Meisner Technique. Um, they want something to happen right. because they feel that's what that's supposed to be. Rather than reality, it's just like, just allow it to be what it mm-hmm. is. If you have mm-hmm. an entire scene that's just you having tea with somebody and you're talking about nothing, that is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you have an entire scene where all this zany stuff happens and that's like, that is that is equal in value, you, neither is better than the other. And so like in Take One we have a, a, a motto which is that there, you can't do anything wrong, we're just going to make it righter.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> like, it's gonna be
6: writer than it great was before. English, right? Yeah, yes. I like which that. that's the thing. It's like it, <laughs> even in itself because it has terrible English in it. Yeah, it's like allowing yourself the the vulnerability to be wrong, to make to be a, to make wrong grammar. To, sure. Uh, like one time, I did this whole scene. And I had no clue what taxidermy was. Didn't have a clue. And so they got suggestions. So I was just going with what I thought it might be. And And the audience is dying laughing because I have no idea what I'm talking about. And so I'm just going with it. And it's because I've allowed myself that vulnerability and allowed to be wrong in front of people.
5: Right. Which is a
1: good motto for life in general. It's just allow yourself to be wrong Mm. and just move on.
3: I
5: I have tweeted... In the past three weeks, I think about 10 times, never be afraid to look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never be ashamed to look ridiculous. Just be ridiculous. Because everyone ridiculous. is ridiculous. Yeah. like let's just embrace it. But I mean, in that same vein, it's mm-hmm. like once you get over that fear of like, oh, someone's gonna laugh at me.
6: And my thing is, it's like, you're going to be wrong to somebody, regardless. Yeah, totally. You might as well just be full wrong. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the, the beauty of improv is you're not alone up there. Why
1: yeah. half-ass? Mm-hmm. Half
0: you, half half you, <laughs> you have you have friends. You have co-workers, as it were, up on stage. You have people who are going to help you. If something happens, you just move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It You don't dwell in yeah. that moment because you don't need to. You don't that need was to what you have I have always to. loved and about theater. Uh, was, it's one of those things yeah. that, like, yeah...
6: We, uh, we sometimes we teach that it's like you don't have to be in a scene if you don't want to be. There's ways to getting out of it. And there's ways to getting around it. Um, and then like with take one, it's like we rehearse three hours every single week. We've been doing this for years and years and years. So we trust everybody that's on stage. Right. Like we have, we know each other. We trust each other. And we perform with each other. We travel with each other. So. Yeah,
5: and that shows. Yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> I hope so. No. I hope so. so yeah.
5: What do you, what do you that got? That level got... of trust is? Yeah.
6: What do you guys got going on this weekend? So yeah. we just did our choose your own adventure, which is. Uh, a fancy title for uh, us testing out stuff that we're not sure, I like, will work out in a, in a main that. show. So we created a whole show where we could just test <laughs> other
3: stuff. Just, so Brilliant. basically,
1: Brilliant. you have a captured audience, captive yeah, yeah, audience, <laughs> doing it's just, homework.
6: It's, it's basically captured yes. guinea pigs under a fancy name. It's Fantastic. it's marketed it's like, oh, hey, uh, you you create the show. When in reality, says, hey, we want to test some stuff out on you. We don't know if it's gonna work. Or not. This but
1: gonna now work the secret's with. out, and you've ruined. Yeah, I know everything. That, Good this job. is all
0: to the ether now. <laughs> but tomorrow we have. We won't tell anybody. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Only only our
1: followers on Facebook and
0: Twitter. It's it's a great way to test things. I mean, the 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 truth is that you guys work at this, Uh, Mm -hmm. and I I think that's the other thing is is people see uh, shows uh, whose lineups in any way, other uh, improv shows. Maybe they'll go see the OKC Improv, uh, and they think that these group of people just stood up on stage and started doing this. You guys work. Right. So, the my artistic director, uh, the way he puts it is like I think the most fantastic way I've
6: ever heard it described. A football team does not rehearse a football game; they practice the fundamentals, they practice these skills. Right. That's so right. when they're placed into a game, they're placed into these different kinds of situations that are going to un- unfold on a field because mm-hmm. you can't plan a f- a, sh- right. a game, right? But you can. But
5: you can react to it. But yeah, you, you can, can know and, the set of skills it would take to react to exactly. it. Exactly, and yeah. so
6: that's what we. That's why you have to rehearse because like we. Uh, We've had people in the past that's like, well, why do you rehearse improv? Isn't it all made up on the spot anyways? And it's like, yes, but you have to have that ability to, like, like whenever we have drunk people in the audience, yes. how do you handle that situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, when somebody throws you a curveball or somebody's being belligerent in the scene or whatever, it's like having that skills and that comfortability so that you never have that moment of feeling like like you're drowning. Right.
5: You guys just left me out in the cold. Yeah. So do well, you ever get like, curveballs from your your you, from your group from within oh, yeah, because I mean yeah, is absolutely. it a, what I, I guess what I mean is like I know it's a surprise but is it a is it a challenge thing oh, like is yeah. it a, okay it's kind of like it's kind of
6: it's like dancing so like when you start mm-hmm. out whatever whenever you start sorry whenever you start out dancing um you're you basically just do the basic moves but That's as right. you progress and you get better at it you start throwing things in and you just start making it fun for your partner. Mm-hmm. and so once you start doing improv long enough, you'd start, like eventually you start having fun with them. Like sometimes I'll just throw things or they'll throw things at me just to see if they squirm. Yeah. <laughs> just to see if it shocks them.
5: If, yeah. Yeah. We, just to
6: see it, like...
5: I would imagine. I would the imagine fun of
0: it like is messing don't. with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we did a show uh, when I was working in Guthrie at a place. We, we had a 12 week run on this. It was a zany comedy type of thing. 12 week run. Mm-hmm. Needless yeah. to say by Woo! about the third week we were throwing things at each other because we knew the script, we knew what we were doing, we knew where we had okay at some point we have to get to point B. But until then, I'm going to throw some stuff at you people that you have never and the seen before. The audience loved it because yes. it's a moment, a pure yeah. moment, that, uh, only uh-huh. a mm-hmm. pure moment yes. that only they get to experience. A yeah. unique and pure
6: moment that only they get to experience. And And that's the thing, like, so an example is, like, we play this game called Foursquare where it keeps changing channels, like, you have people in a square, and every time he calls shift left or shift right. And so it's one of, it was a massive hit of a scene because every time it would come to me and my scenes he would shift out of them immediately yeah, just so, never I, like, as soon, so just so that I wouldn't get like, a word in and he kept doing it so I decided yeah. I was like you know what I'm just going to be a part of every scene yeah. so I started just invading other people's scenes
5: and and it's
6: just and the audience is dying because they're yeah. seeing Wonderful. us have fun on stage yeah. Yeah. they're seeing us mess and with each other and that's contagious joy and is contagious, contagious
5: yes yes Half
6: of what makes improv good is if you're not enjoying yourselves on stage, your audience isn't going to enjoy you. True. Oh. Half of our allure for my team is that when they're on stage, they're having the time of their lives. Yeah. Right.
5: And that's
0: infectious. And they don't need you.
5: So how, <laughs> how right. many people are on your team? Yeah. Uh,
6: which is exactly where you're the, talking about
0: the blackout type thing. Is yeah. the fact that the idea that you're so far into this thing, you're not concentrating on the laughter of the audience. You're not concentrating with the... You are so into that that you have kind of blacked out everything else and you're just enjoying that moment which of course is the greatest thing in the world uh is, is just it's enjoying that moment. Yeah, constantly chasing it's mm-hmm. the yeah. higher
6: constantly chasing yeah. so um, who's in your group you yeah yeah uh, so i would say so far i think they're give or take i haven't actually looked at the count because there's two teams there's the dallas team and there's the okc team uh i would say ensemble cast it's about 18 19 on cast and then we have about five six crew uh, we have an, two AV techs and uh, two graphic designers. Shout out to
1: the AV
5: people.
6: Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> no kidding. He's
0: a genius. Well, and that's the thing is, whenever I watch happen. improv, I'm always so impressed because it's the the, the, the crew has to be as, as improv y as the cast. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. You throw know,
5: the, awesome. them a out. curveball, they better.
6: They've got to yeah, figure it out. And yeah. they're adding their own things in too because they're just as much a part of the show. Yeah. So know, we actually, it. a lot of times, will train them as well just so that they can feel the cues and feel when these moments are happening sure. with us. Uh, so yeah, because they're just as much a part of the show as a part of the <laughs> dance, if you will. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. No. Um, and it's
0: a team effort. It's awesome. Yeah, it's just
6: a massively team effort. And I think that's why it's so uh, alluring, like yeah. why mm-hmm. people love Take One and why people love being in the team and have people that have been in it for like eight, nine years. It's, uh, it's it's it's, just so
0: how long has Take One been around? Uh, take has been around for 11 years now. Wow.
1: I saw their first improv. We were actually talking about this what? earlier. Our first concert. You're not first
0: old e- enough. She yeah, was I was <laughs> three.
1: I was three years old. No, I was much older than that. But, uh, <laughs> much older than that. not, not like. mine.
3: Times five. <laughs> <laughs>
1: times like three. But anyways. Um, Where did you see it? It was at Con. Okay. Oh. you have a very interesting story about that. Oh, about which one? Meeting, the Stampede? No, about meeting certain people. <laughs> oh,
6: yeah. I can't name him my name, <laughs> no, but, no, but he, <laughs> this is incriminating evidence. But, uh,
1: Come on! Was, but he did a great job. Uh, you were known for cosplay Kakashi at the time. Yeah, I used to I,
6: cosplay heavily, nice. I kind of retired from that.
1: Yeah, and um, I used to cosplay female Kakashi. That's why I was like...
6: Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I probably hit on you. Know,
0: <laughs>
3: 12,
6: <laughs> on 12, I was like, well, <laughs> that's, like the, that's the thing about cons, like a crap shoot. It's like, how old are you? You gotta, I everyone just
0: to talk to them.
1: <laughs> It's not like at a concert where they have wristbands. Yeah. You know, oh, you're over that's 18. Right. Okay, yeah. no wristband.
0: But no, so uh, but yeah. She's she's the, drinking an alcoholic drink. Score! <laughs> I think Can that's also drink, your accident. No accidentally mom's caused
3: here? a stampede. Okay. I, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. I accidentally caused a stampede because I was super into flash mobs. And yeah, and <laughs> who isn't? Don't who isn't? Really no, they're
1: so a, uncoordinated. So, kid g- almost got trampled, and it was oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> I got pulled in
6: the con ops and they're like yelling at me. Because, like, young twenties me you was like, it like it was really a like a massive rock star. Like, I was just like, I thought I was the king of the world, and so I just would do these things without any regard to the consequences.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was me in my twenties too. I yeah. remember that. That was oh, I yeah. miss those days. I still deal with some stuff. Like, doing yeah. Shakespeare in the Park, and yes, I was, I was, I felt like that a lot. The yeah. Shakespeare in the Park. <laughs> so. Um, so what do you guys got going on this weekend? What's so your
1: schedule like? So yeah. we had, so we had that we show.
0: Uh, tomorrow we have a show in <laughs> Ballroom D at 1 o'clock.
6: And then we have a halftime show uh, during the cosplay contest. And that's pretty much it that we have for oh, this. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, so the cosplay
0: contest so is wait, wait, like 6 so o'clock? 1 yeah. o'clock and then
5: 6.
0: I think. I think the cosplay contest is at 6 or a 7.
5: I don't know. I'm looking.
0: Mm.
5: <laughs> Am I looking at the right a, day?
0: No, probably not. Well, we've got. I'm uh, uh, is. No, no. Uh, but it's at that time. It's at that time. Those it's are the ma- times. It's that Is it the masquerade costume contest? It's the masquerade costume contest. Yeah, that's it. That's at eight o'clock. So, eight eight o'clock. O'clock. so one o'clock, get oh. down here, and then for that, for the the, eight the eight first o'clock. show, yeah. and then eight o'clock, come down for the masquerade. Of course, come down. Yeah. But come down. Go it's see these because yeah. these are going to be amazing. And you guys, you know, to the idea that you guys work so hard, it's worth it just to watch what you guys have done. And most of the Your group's been together for a while.
6: Yeah. And most of us are like a lot, a majority of them like are professional actors. Like I am a voice actor and actor. That's what I do full time. Right. And there's quite a few of them on the team. So like, that's kind of why they double down on it so hard and why they try so hard because it's just like, improv is like an imperative skill to have Mm -hmm. in the industry. So if you want to pursue acting or voice acting as a career and to, and make money and do it full time, you have to have improv. Like it's right. Im- like it, it. There is n- you have
0: to have that skill. Improv okay. makes you a stronger actor. Period. Mm-hmm. Because you you that way you are first off, especially if you do theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but but also even if you're you're doing film, even if you're doing voiceover work. Well, yeah, because
6: some of the best takes in film, some of the takes that are the most iconic were wild takes. Which, uh, exactly. In film, when they ask for a wild take, that means just do, go with something. Do with it. Just do, just do a thing. Like yeah, we we shot it. We've got the safety. Just. Just make a choice. Yeah, more clearly the,
0: de- the Deadpool scene uh, <laughs> when they're when they're going back and forth about what Deadpool looks like. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that was all of now. Of course, uh, most of that ended up on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some of it didn't. Some of it mm-hmm. in the movie, and some of it ended up like in 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 gag reels. But yeah, it's that kind of thing. One mm-hmm. of
1: my favorite lines from Infinity War is uh, when they're on the spaceship. I think we precedence is over, and uh, they. They go, we're on an in-space with no backup, and Spider-Man improvs, goes, I'm backup, and then... Robert Downey Jr. improvs. No, you're stowaway. And that is like my favorite <laughs> yeah. line. That one, and, and, and the, the Grown Ups are talking, apparently. The was, was are also are talking, a
0: throwaway. walk
6: in here was an improvised line. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the most iconic film yeah. lines I'm in walking history. here from. I'm walking Some yes. taxi
0: driver yes. just Reinst- accidentally. Stone Cowboy? No, was that? No. That's Drugstore Reinstorm Reinstorm cowboy. Dr- no, yeah. that's cowboy. No, that's Stone Cowboy. No, Rhinestone Cowboy was you with. You almost hit
5: my friend.
0: Drugstore drugstore Cowboy. Rhinestone Cowboy was with, with Dolly Hoffman. Parton yeah. and... Uh,
5: okay, but it's, it's not either. Yeah, it's not Drugstore Cowboy. That's Heather
6: Graham. it's a
5: taxi Graham. cab and it's... Oh, what is his name? It's Robert De Niro, yeah, it's De Niro. Uh, yeah, and, and no, it's Dustin Hoffman.
6: Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman,
0: it, I'm walking. Yeah, 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 I thought that was Drugstore Cowboy.
5: No, that's... No, that's... That's job for a cowboy. Oh, my god. We have
0: people listening to the podcast right now screaming their head off. Oh, I can feel You guys have the internet
6: in your hand.
0: I'm thing.
5: walking here. You almost hit my friend. And he slaps the and he hood. He slaps the hood of the car. I'm
0: walking here. Yeah, that's. Yeah. But I thought it was. I thought it was Drugstore Cowboy. I cannot remember. No, Drugstore
3: right. Cowboy. I Graham, have the internet. Matt, Matt Dillon.
5: Heather Graham dies.
6: It reminds me of like Star Wars where it's like a thousand voices cried out in anger. Right.
3: <laughs> but I yes, but but, but but
0: improv is and a, but also even me. even when you're doing scripted things, improv allows you to um, understand where your character is, what your motivation for your character is, uh, because it's you're your think. Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy,
1: 1969, by Dustin Hoffman. All right,
0: Midnight Cow. I knew it wasn't Rhinestone Cowboy. Can
1: you
5: learn to be funny?
0: Yes, because yeah. I'm not inherently funny. Shut like, up. Uh, most
6: Shut people... Right he said totally deadpan. I yeah, know. Yeah. It really is... No, uh, he really is If funny. you ask me to be funny... Like, like as
5: a child, people were like...
6: That's the thing that people are surprised about me the most is that I'm like weirdly serious. Like I'm a weirdly serious person. Dude. Same. <laughs> yeah.
5: Same. Like I take everything way dark and serious.
0: I do the news. Everyone thinks I'm serious.
6: <laughs> they, no, everyone no always thinks
0: what. I'm the serious No guy. matter so, what. Yes, you
5: can learn
6: to be funny because yeah. funny is harder in, in all of us. It's just yes. like when I'm on stage, I'm performing for me. I'm making myself laugh.
5: Do you find it harder than than like dramatic roles?
6: Uh no, because I feel like dramatic roles have weight to them and like like I did like I do a lot of films where, you know, how you have these big dramatic moments yeah. and it's all about being in it and it's a lot yeah. more of an intense process to be in these big to moments. To actually
5: have to summon to that summon that these feeling. emotions rather
6: than in comedy it's just about being present and, right. and just and working, and working off of working your scene of your, partner, okay. yeah. just making whatever it is you know with each other, or just making choices uh, and feeling it out. It's a lot more freeing than uh, like with drama. You really have to like you dig deep, lock, in it, in and and then lock then it in, and then be just there, push it out, and then you're exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kidding. You're, you're yeah, exactly. So drained. And but
5: I, would, I I. don't know. I. I've, I've only over the past decade or so realized that comedy is difficult comedy first of all the comedy is difficult yes. and two that it requires a com- such a, a different skill set in right. that it is being in the moment being present willing to grab those moments like, well it's also like a and i study it from an, from an afar like yeah. i i am a, a student of comedy mm-hmm. and it's it's one of those things where i'm learning more all the time what
6: people do wrong is they try to emulate others yeah. that's where yeah. that's where it's like so there's a guy i know and he's constantly trying to do other people's style of comedy and the problem is that comedy is like singing no matter how much like no matter how much I want to be a tenor right I will never be a tenor right. because I'm a baritone I'm mm-hmm. a bass yep. mm-hmm. and that's what is inside of me and the same with comedy is like same. your brand of comedy is inside you same. and you can't emulate others yes. mm-hmm. so you have to learn what your style of comedy is and how you can just sell that right and now, now I'm not saying don't learn other styles of comedy and learning other these things because they can you right. they and can be little... expound
5: upon you know insights like Cameron Esposito I want to be her mm-hmm. I want I want to be her when I grow up I mean she's wonderful but no she's not how I talk she's mm-hmm. not you know she processes the world in a different way mm-hmm. you know I say my I joke about my brother doing a better Mitch Hedberg than Mitch Hedberg ever mm-hmm. did and because my brother is so much funnier but yeah I mean you have to you know, watch, learn, you know, admire, but... But, but bring I your own
0: thing but bring, as well.
5: But you have to be
6: like authentic. Like Hugh Laurie. I think Hugh Laurie's hysterical. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Oh, yeah. But
5: he has such a dry... shorter
6: Sort of just like like very serious. And I could never do it like that. Like as much as I love Hugh Laurie's work, I could never right. emulate his... Because I just don't have the right face for it. I don't have right. the right delivery. And it's not that I And
5: he always looks mad.
3: Look, like yeah. he looks <laughs> slightly <laughs> angry. Like there's this
6: one skit he does in Monty Python where it's he's oh. his getting his, his the pen drop name where he's oh. like, my name is Hugh And he like, <laughs> <laughs> and, <it's> just, <laughs> so and he's just sort of like his serious and, yeah. and like him in house is so funny. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Uh, but it's just oh. I could never do that. Yeah. Him my and brand Fry. economy is over the top. Yes. It's very big and kind of ben stillery where it's just
5: And he is so funny. And that was... We were talking about him last podcast, actually, is I didn't realize what kind of chops it took to be that funny until I saw Permanent Midnight. Mm -hmm. And then I realized what kind of chops Ben Stiller was bringing to the table in Zoolander and had a whole new appreciation. Because Zoolander is magnificent. You know, but I mean, that's just...
3: Gr- but it's growth over maturity the top, deep um, sort of. it, it really oh. is. Yeah, oh, it's, 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 it's so, the character. I mean, he's
0: actually probably some of the best was, was when he plays the character actor yes. type of things. Uh, I've, I've, I've always enjoyed that much more. Secret Life of Walter Mitty. But dude. then you just well, have yeah, some exactly. people that are
5: funny
6: just because of the way they look, like Vince Vaughn. Like, yeah, Vince Vaughn's just funny because he's just Vince Vaughn. Yeah,
5: he seems super nice and super chill, but slightly constipated.
0: Yeah,
3: like <laughs> I, 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 don't know. But it's the fact that he's sometimes so serious. Like, yeah, like, I, I. I can't poop. He's <laughs> almost <laughs> got a Rodney Danger he's feel, but straight like, man.
5: way toned down. Yeah. Like, yeah, he just, yeah, he is. He's. I like but,
6: that he looks, looks constipated. Now I can't does. see
5: anybody right. <laughs> like, um, Who else do I love, but he always, Eli Roth. Like, I like, I don't really love his act. I think his acting is shite, but. Um, <laughs> Because he, he always looks like he's going to cry. Like He's got very wet eyes. Yep. It helps. And then he only has like two modes. And it's like serious mode is mm. I'm going to cry right now. And then beat people to death with a baseball bat, I think, mm. is mode two. That's which how I felt about Andrew McCarthy. I really yeah. enjoy him beating people to death. Pretty pink, But then you watch his movies, like his films, and, you know, if if you're into that kind of thing, he's a delight. In his interview, the same. Mm. But like on screen, you're just like... Dude, just yeah. pick
6: one. You know what other actor that I I want to be like him off screen, but I'm not really like a big fan of his work,
5: mm. but I think
6: because of how good of a person so he is. So many of those. Uh it's um Chris gosh. Pratt. Chris Well, Chris Pratt is definitely one of them. Uh, but he's good even on screen. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. I would, yeah. would, so. would, would want to
0: be Chris Pratt, yes.
6: Oh, uh, what is his name? Yeah, Lord Jurassic of- Park, Matrix right now. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh,
0: I've heard that he gets booked just because of how nice he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: I've heard most
0: he most is of the, the, the what, sweetest what makes fella. what makes you long give you longevity in Hollywood being he's a nice person. Being, mm-hmm. Unless, it's amazing I mean, how much that works. Or
5: hiring an army of Mossad. One That's of the right.
0: Two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got to close it up, but I do okay, want to know no, where, where can people find your find you? Okay, you can find us on all the social medias. Here's the shameless plug time. Yes,
6: it you, is. Yes. you can find all of our social media. It's a hashtag take or you can find us on Instagram at TakeOneImprov. You can also find us on Facebook at Take1Improv, and we're also on YouTube at take all of those. On Utah, YouTube. Yes, because we do produce films because we're also a production company. woo That's awesome. Wee! What do you guys
0: got coming up next after SoonerCon?
6: Uh, SoonerCon, well, I'm going to be actually be attending a con. I'm going to be at some awesome for uh, as a voice actor, and then we have GlitchCon coming up. We have, What's GlitchCon? it's, it's in Arkansas, it's awesome. Yes, it's awesome. really
5: good. I've, been to, so good, I've been to GlitchCon. It. Is Very it primarily good. gaming? It's
6: everything. It's, everything. it's everything. I mean, Okay, it is everything. everything. Yeah, true, um, anymore. It, like, Comic-Con's I think the only like purest con left anymore. Right, yeah. Uh, but we also have one uh, We in Hub City, we're gonna be in Hub City. And we're also gonna be at, oh, there's a third one, because we all have them in August, like all three, and in ZoomyCon, we're gonna be at a Zoomicon. Yeah. Uh, as guests.
5: Can they find product. all this stuff on your site? Absolutely. I and take take one you said on phone? the tweets you were what?
6: Uh, hashtag take one pro or forward slash take one pro. Whatever the tweeter, tweeter yeah. thing is.
5: The tweeter verse. The tweeter At first take pro. Uh, uh,
0: take one pro. Take one pro. Yeah. Like the number one. Yeah. Take. We take made it oh, back. the take,
5: number one. Take the number one pro. Pro. Because it's that all in one I'm, take. i have got I've dealt with children all day. I'm like. She got I'm it. still on. Kid, the, opposite, I, I'm pretty opposite quick. Opposite like like that. Leave to right. amateur. Can you sing? Can you dance? I. He can, can dance. I saw him dance a soldier. I, I try boy. to sing.
0: You wanna I dance tried later? To sing. See, would see, love see that's what I, I always that. tell people. I'm an actor, so I act like I can sing.
5: <laughs> that's yeah. the best yeah. I can do
0: But I do a ton of impressions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love impressions. What's
5: your what's your favorite one to do? My
6: favorite one to do that I never get to do often because it's so quiet is Morgan Freeman, where it's like i Morgan Freeman. Sometimes I like to narrate my own poops. <laughs> Have you ever gone inside your bathroom and like, hmm, Morgan Freeman needs to narrate my poop right
1: now?
0: Well, I'm here for you if you need it. <laughs>
1: and, and if you need Corey <laughs> at any time, and you screamingly. Hope, I hope
0: whoever's I listening to this is listening to this on headphones because that was perfect. I
5: want you to like narrate my second
1: <laughs> I'm <wedding>. going to <laughs> take that sound bite and use it as my notification.
6: Yeah, that's, yeah, that
5: that's <laughs> be my ringtone, I it's think. Either
6: that or, uh, you know what another one everybody loves? Uh, Severus Snape. Uh, Oh, Alan Rickman, do please! Turn to page 394. So, Mr. Potter, our newest celebrity, (laughs) you think that you can just walk into this school and everyone will bow before you? No, I will not. You will learn potions and you will do well.
5: We're just gonna bring him in and be uh, like, "Do the thing."
6: Bane, Joshua Henry. Oh, uh, wh- which Bane? Like Sean like
5: Connery in a mask. Eye.
6: Like the. Oh, I wondered what would break first. Would it be my soul,
0: or your body?
5: Hey, Josh, what? it's okay. You can't. You don't have to come. Oh, with that's it. another one.
6: I learned this one from a friend, so I, solely, yes. I totally kind of stole this one, but and I'm still perfecting it. But uh, it's um. <clears throat> Well, it seems like we're going to have a good time here. <laughs> Harley, what have I told you about coming to parties without inviting yourself? I invite myself to every party.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: that is- uh, okay, that's, that's my yeah,
3: ringtone. Yeah, yeah, you can that come in any time. That one right that there. Laughs.
5: The maniacal laugh is I'm my ringtone. i
6: still quite like, working on some of the finer points, but it's getting close. Well done. Dude. Well so. done.
5: And your
1: work has... Definitely shown. Can people
6: find you on the the World Wide Web? Oh yeah, I'm. A, I have all the social medias. Uh, I post very seldomly because it's so tedious. But you can find me. It's yeah. Corey J Phillips or Corey J Phillips actor. It's either one of those two. C O R C R Y C R Y Jordan J O R D A N Phillips, and you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, I did you a,
3: have a, you have your own channel things, on, on YouTube as well. Good, good. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I did so a, is
0: that right? Okay. Corey J. Phillips. Corey, awesome. thank you so thank very you much. So much for having Corey me. Enjoy the rest of the week at Con. i Of Stan Slater. All right, And hey, we'll be I'm right talk. we will be right back. The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at half price books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. And we're back, and that is going to do it for our show here at SoonerCon. And uh, okay, because Devin, you we're just got to go here. play. What'd you think of it so far?
5: Con? <laughs> yeah,
0: you're, you're you're full like uh, thirty minutes see. here.
5: Um, I've so far seen a light up skirt that has like constellations in it. Um, I've run into like five of my friends already, and I've only literally sat at this table and gotten up, walked two feet away. Um, s- Michael brought me pizza. Yeah. Uh, I'm a happy. Oh, I I changed clothes in the car. Yep. I put on a steampunk outfit for my zoo uniform in the car, driving. Great. Thank you. <laughs> and um, Yeah, this she was so awesome. Distracted. You're working mm-hmm. at
0: the zoo. You guys got a new gorilla. Isn't that right?
5: We had a baby today.
0: So we saw it doesn't even
5: have a name. We
0: saw that news. We it were excited. It was a little
5: bit of a surprise. She was, um, we, uh, well, we, I say we, um. From what I understand, they miscalculated a little bit on the due date, so it was a total surprise. It was like boom, new gorilla. That's awesome. And we couldn't be happier because we're having an elephant in October, and um, we we had a baby rhino earlier this year. Um, there's been a lot of births there's and um, babies popping
0: up all over the place. There's places. a
5: rumor that two of the painted African painted dogs are some of the most endangered species on the planet, surprisingly. Oh, yeah. They're wild dogs that roam in Africa, but um, their their land is being so encroached in by humans that they considered a nuisance. Yeah. Um, that, but we, so we have a breeding program at, at the Oklahoma City Zoo, and um, there's a rumor that that maybe, maybe we might be getting, because uh-huh. they are off exhibit dating
0: uh-huh. right now. Someone tells me it's all happening at the zoo.
5: Well, it <laughs> is all happening. <laughs> okay. Love is in the air, and... Asia opens in August. We oh, yeah. have um, it is officially August, and there are going to be Komodo dragons, langurs, um, and a animal known as a tanuki. Which, if you're not familiar with it, Google it. Adorable. And then think about the fact that it could have been made in a lab by Miyazaki. <laughs> That's awesome. Just saying.
0: <laughs> that is so, awesome.
5: Yeah, there's a lot of exciting stuff going on, and Science Museum too.
0: Yep. So, Lots of great kinds things going of good on. Stuff. What have you thought so far?
5: Oh, I've been having a blast. I've been seeing a lot of old
1: faces. I've met a lot of new people. You know, we have so many friends at Red
0: Six to Golden Corral
1: over there, and I've just had a great time. The kids have had a great time, and uh, been to a
0: couple panels. They've been 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 playing games. They've
1: been playing D &D and D and having a great time of it. Jane got her face painted. I'm thinking about calling in to work, but I can.
0: <laughs> we'll see what we for But we will
1: definitely be excited for the next coming few days. Yeah, it's oh, gonna
0: be fantastic. Yeah. So that's gonna do it for our show. I might even dance. Do come down here they're gonna be here till midnight on Saturday. It's from ten to midnight Saturday, ten to four on Sunday. Come see the closing show. Certainly it's only again, it's only fifty dollars for the weekend, it's only twenty-five dollars for a day. So come on down because it's gonna be an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. That's gonna do it for our show. You can find us on our website at OkieGeek.com, also on Twitter and Facebook at OkieGeek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And Nikki, let's start with you. Where can people find you on the World You by can the way?
1: find me on the Facebook page
5: at Okie Geek, And you can also find me on tra- Twitter at Retro Robinson. Devin. You can generally find me on the Twitterverse at Wubba. That's Whiskey, Unicorn, Victor, Victor Alpha. But I have been branching a little into Facebook Messenger. Not Facebook. Not the weird political quagmire. But if you want to message me on Facebook, I may very well say hi back.
0: There we go. You can also find me at KOSU Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next next time, along with all the awesome folks here at SoonerCon, I'm Michael Cross.
5: I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm Devin Green.
0: Reminding you to keep calm and geek on.